0: hello and welcome everyone to a brand new episode of the passion pain and personal finance show with me your host austin james where our main goal is to take you from being an ambitious side hustler to becoming a profitable solopreneur so today's guest is a really good friend of mine and also my own personal LinkedIn coach. So anyone that's seen me on LinkedIn, if you're hearing this on LinkedIn, everything you see from my profile to my content, everything is because of today's guest, Mrs. Michelle Griffin. Michelle, thank you so much for being on today's episode.
1: Well, I'm super excited to be here. today's a special day for those who aren't hearing (laughs) this. It's your birthday. So I feel like it's... (laughs) <laughs> I'm invited to your birthday party, you know. I'm keep telling him to celebrate. Like, are you sure you want to do a podcast with me? Uh, celebrate, but good things are happening today, and I'm I'm super excited to be here.
0: Yeah, and it's cool. It's it's kind of long overdue, but um, everything, guys, and I'm excited to have this episode to everyone that's watching or listening, because if you've seen me kind of all over the place, or if you've kind of seen me in the way that I I post, if you've seen my engagement and things like that, it's, it's, it's really as a result of the relationship with me and Michelle. So I know that's something that we're going to touch over. I know that a lot of the listeners, they enjoy the LinkedIn talk too. Uh, So this'll be great. So Michelle, why don't we just start off with the typical question, you know, what do you do, but more importantly, why do you do it?
1: Yeah, well, you probably know exactly why I do it, and I know. But um, for people like you, you're a prime example. So I'm a personal brand strategist. I work with uh, B2B, mostly professional services leaders, executives, consultants like you. Um, help me them put themselves out there, and most specifically, we start on LinkedIn because that's where all our, our clients are. So people are having to come to me who have a hard time kind of defining who they are, what they do, their message. And differentiating themselves and we can talk about what we did for you and then getting them out there and and then getting the content. So I say I help you define, um, differentiate, develop your personal brand and then build it out from there. I also dabble in some company brand too. But, um, you know, it's usually tied to a, a, a leader who wants to be the forward-facing person of, of their brand. So it works, that's how I work with it. I don't work with companies particularly, but if it's tied to a to a personal brand. So I do it because I, you know, we're usually our own avatar. I when I left my job a year and a half ago, I uh, I realized I, you know, I was leaving my industry and my job of all these years when all these people knew me, and it's like, I almost had to start over. So instead of building um, other people's brands, all those years, I should have been building mine. So I realized my mistake. And I don't want anyone to, uh, to make that mistake. I, I invested a lot of time and money in courses and certifications thinking that's what I needed before I started my new, you know, entrepreneurship, solopreneurship. And it really wasn't, it doesn't cost a lot to get out there. You know that, right? Right. So um, anyway, so I help people build their personal brands and, and get out there.
0: No, and that's, that is really good. Um, and this whole episode is just going to be one big plug, but, but really though, I mean, it's, it's, it can be a challenge if you're starting off on LinkedIn and you don't have a strategy, or if you're starting off on LinkedIn and you kind of, you're, you might be in a field that might be oversaturated. Like when I started my business, I was doing personal finance, personal finance coaching. There's myriads of financial coaches, and most people are more familiar with financial advisors than anything else. So you're kind of just joining this big, huge pool of professionals. So standing out can be really challenging. But but how do you usually help someone to to kind of stand out? uh, you know, among, from the crowd basically.
1: Well, that's where the personal brand comes into play. You know, I, I do it for multiple reasons, but people are gonna, um, want to know you, these are all relationship businesses. The 99% of the people I work with are service based. So, you know, especially when it comes to finance and your business, all that people want to just have someone they like, and they trust. Trust is the ultimate goal. So liking someone's a huge thing. Um, so, I realized exactly what you said and that's kind of what we did for you. You came to me, first of all, you were on Facebook and you're like, I want to try LinkedIn. I'm like, yeah, you need to be here. You need to be here. So one of the things, our first sessions, we completely did a huge deep dive. I don't just say, oh, get out there. I mean, when my LinkedIn branding is really just branding when we put you on LinkedIn and that's just one little tool, but we kind of re and we differentiated you right off the bat because I, I pulled out what you like, what you're good at, what needs, what the, there's a market fit, how you can stand out by being different, okay? 99% of the people out there aren't doing that. And if you would just take the time or realize who is that one person I'm helping and what is the problem? So we define all that. So I remember you, I'll, I actually screenshotted
2: that first
1: DM you sent me. You're like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Because we, we didn't even touch on LinkedIn the first time. We went really deep into all the brand stuff. and And I think you walked away that day feeling like, Hey, I, I think I feel a little bit, I have a new p- avenue to go after, right? Absolutely. Something that's different. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, that was, that was huge. And that, that is a really great part. Um, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because yeah, I mean, I was, I was balancing both of them. I was balancing Facebook and LinkedIn. I was putting more emphasis towards, towards Facebook when really, ideally my market really was on, on LinkedIn mm-hmm. and when I started to focus, I was on LinkedIn for probably like eight or nine months before me and you started to even work together. That's right. Um, and then when I came onto it, I didn't have that clarity. And I remember, like you mentioned, that first session that we had, was first two, I think, was really focused on, okay, what do you actually wanna do? Mm-hmm. Now, what, who does your business actually help? So that's, I know that's a big part, having clarity really contributes to a brand. Uh, but there was—I mean, there was a few other things too. Now, I'm not trying to give away the store either, but really just giving away at least the um, the general themes of our discussions. I think that'll help out for the most part. So I know initially we started off talking about clarity. Yes. Once I got clarity, I think we started talking about content.
1: Yeah, and then you know we did. LinkedIn is just how it plays and that's the platform we show up on but we also worked on your website too right and we after your first session we completely changed your avatar yeah. and, and by the end of your session or maybe like week six you were doing a whole new thing because whatever you told me see I have this you know without sounding like because it's if you know me i'm not one of these people that say look at me i do a terrible job of promoting myself (laughs) case in point for five years but um one of my secret or my you know superpowers is someone can just data dump you know verbally dump everything and i they say it and i connect the dots for it and you said that first session i could tell like this whole side hustle thing you're you know, this is your new line, you were doing that along. And, and so I crafted the help you craft that narrative and you lit up. I mean, cause so I can help and see if that's important. If you're not doing what you're not wanting to do or supposed to do, you're just doing it because you think you're supposed to or whatever, it's not going to be sustainable. So um, I help people see that that's what you can do with a personal brand, right? That's that's the whole reason. So you have gotta be completely excited and good at what you do and there's gotta be someone for it and, a, and an actual problem and a transformation. So we work on all that and, and that look where you are today. I mean, <laughs> you just blew up on LinkedIn. You know, you were just getting out there. You're the poster person of <laughs> I don't know the what right I'm ways doing. to do it. Yes, yes, yeah. you're out there.
0: And I think that's, I think that's really important too. the, you know, we, we got the clarity Mm -hmm. and then I I feel like you can tell, you can tell deep down if who you're serving or what you're doing just really isn't you because it's, it's harder to put stuff out there. You have to kind of put forth like a lot more effort than usual. It's uncomfortable Mm -hmm. if you're in a market. Um, you know, if you're aiming at a market that you don't really resonate a hundred percent with or you're providing a service, you're not really a 1000% with either. And that's how it was with me. That's exactly how things were until I worked with you. And then when we got that clarity, putting out content, which is something I know we'll talk about, but putting out content became a lot easier. Um, Showing up every day, I hear that all the time. I actually hate it, but showing up every day, that phrase, it's easier because you resonate so much better with your market, with what you offer that it's kind of like seamless. It's effortless putting out stuff and actually aiming to help the marketplace. But yeah. content, I know we talked about in, in, in any kind of funnel, content is a, is a big part. Mm-hmm. How, can I, how do I know if my content is really, you know, really at par basically?
1: Well, it all goes back to don't be thrown, don't go, this is what a lot of people say, oh, I'm gonna try out LinkedIn or any social platform. They just start doing stuff and there's no strategy, you know? And you came to me, That's was one of the first things in our first initial things before we started. You're like, I need a strategy. So I work really hard in giving you the strategies and then we work on the tactics to get out there. Um, you've gotta know, that basic stuff we worked on and then you know you go out and test it and I you know we had so many ways that we were doing all the things I told you but you'll know it resonates and then you won't you will know what's not and like you said if it's a struggle to write it and to talk about it that's not sustainable it's not fulfilling you so um, I did it too like I tried other things in marketing that's why I shifted back to personal brands I, I just prefer working in that thing and I I didn't feel aligned so you just I think you just if you don't feel it, your content won't feel it either, you know. Um, and then if you're not getting your avatar right and the problem and um, talking about them, I mean, LinkedIn is a huge platform, uh, communities like I just say, and it's all about the law of reciprocity. You know, you just you go in and give, 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 and it comes back to you. And you and you can't you can't do it one day, come back the next. Um, Clubhouse yesterday, I had this wonderful person, I, I moderate LinkedIn mastery on Thursdays. It's the content date, okay, oh. you have to come one day. And um, this guy's like, oh, I really wanna get out. He was, you know, didn't wanna put himself out there. And so I checked on his feed and his posts and he's been doing it and he's a great guy. And he's wondering, why no one engages with this post. And I said, well, my goodness, you were, I don't, I mean, I didn't see him, but he was so friendly and fun on, you know, audio. And I looked, and he was posting like two months, one month. Like he was posting once a month, and oh. that's probably why, right? Right. <laughs> you can't you can't see traction if you get out once a month.
0: Yeah, you've got to be. You definitely have to be consistent. I know, I, and you know what? This really great that you brought that up too, because I know we've had conversations with uh, with Sam Swarski on previous episodes, mm-hmm. uh, with Chris Hughes as well. When, you know, because they really specialize in, in putting out content and just building a genuine community. And we were talking about consistency at one point too so i want to get your thought on that since real quick segue from it there's you know there's people there's some that think that daily is where it's at post daily Um, obviously now someone that's got strategy they know their market they know exactly what they're doing they're putting out value you know posting seven days consistently works i've seen other people say three days works a week or five days or every other day what's your opinion on that obviously there's no wrong answer, but what's your,
1: there's no, it depends on your goal and how much, I mean, you know, um, right now, as you know, I'm doing seven days a week in 2021 because I started the 365 challenge and I'm, you know, not going to break that streak. I think I'm on day 211. Um, now I'll be honest. Some days it's great. And some days it's hard. And you know what it is? It's the weekend. It's like, I just want to not think about it. And I'll be the first to admit I'm doing too much being my entrepreneurial self. And so I know, in fact, I've earmarked it for tomorrow. I'm like, I've got to pre-write my content for the day. I have tons of content and everything, but it's just like a lot. So seven days is what I'm doing. But if you're just starting out, there is no way somebody's gonna say, I'm not going from zero to seven, are you nuts? So start at three, but ideally, I think the sweet spot is five, okay? Yeah. You've got five yeah. days. It's weekdays. You know, it's a business platform. You've got the weekends off to recharge because it's really important to get to get re, to recharge yourself. Oh you
2: yeah.
1: Know? Um, yeah. so I I think I had a post on that about a couple of weeks ago, and I, I and it was a very informative post. A lot of a lot of feedback on it, and I'm just going to five. I think after that, and then with the caveat that if you find something fun on the weekend, then you can, but you're not tied to it, right? So, um, but I'm the kind of person I'm like all or nothing. (laughs) So it's like, okay, I'll just go every day for a year. And I honestly, it's the hardest thing, but the best thing I ever did within 30 days, I was seeing results and, you know, and I'm I'm not special. Anyone can do this when you get a strategy (laughs) and get it right. I mean, you know, you just, you gotta do the work, but it's, completely worth it what's the what's the alternative sending dms doing ads being salesy i mean it's work but everything else is an entrepreneur and just solopreneurship and all the things i mean you you can't press the easy button on that you being at staples just a while ago right (laughs) so um and the thing about it is though you're building a community and and that's probably one of the most community consistency and community go hand in hand to me Um, You build that community that you're excited every day to pull up LinkedIn and see, you know, heck, I see people on LinkedIn throughout the day that I never see my in-person friends probably way as much. Maybe I'll see (laughs) them once a month and I see these people, they become your friends, you know, and you can support on them, lean on them, they support you and um, they're going to support your content too, you know. oh yeah and not as a i feel sorry for them case but they just you know everyone wants to just do that it's not a pod or anything it's just we support it but as i meant as i mentioned to you in our training you know you got to have your community but you got to go outside too and you know don't stay stuck in the same circles
0: oh yeah Yeah. because then you can you can grow complacent that way too i mean i feel that completely i i I feel like you know you have uh, a tribe or a community when even if you feel like you put out a, a crappy post that day, you still got the same, maybe five or six people that just like it anyways. And then, that, and then that's it. Um, but yeah, I mean, that building that community, I know that ties in with, you know, once you have that brand, because if you're if you're if your reputation is kind of showing that you are a genuine person, that you are putting out value, you're just going to naturally attract the right yeah,
2: people well, are
1: going to come to you when they know you're there to help them um you know where some people say building an audience i i'm i'm a people first marketer and so i just try to call it community yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Um, but i mean i'm not it's not it's the same concept right you know building an audience but community means to me like a two-way street an audience and i'm not picking the pro terms here but anyway i just find linkedin a community and i'm here to build community offer my support um one of the things i'm not really doing right now just by choice is um selling you know some and and when i say selling i'm not like selling i'm not even mentioning much the only asks i really make now are just to say here's my you know linkedin live event or this event but i don't think i've done one sales post or mention yet and which some people might call me crazy but the dms are coming already and my they come in my thing i don't really have to you know gotcha um but I, I'm just here to give this year.
0: Yeah, and, and now let me get your thought on that too, because when we're, I mean, marketing and branding are the same thing, right? Or are they separate?
1: Well, they're a little bit separate. So what's the yeah. difference? So I'm branding myself as the giver and power owner, and I should be marketing myself more. I know, but um, but if you do it right, it's kind of like the inbound marketing happens for you, and that's what's happening to me. So. Um, so it's sustaining me enough where i don't have to but i you know the thing about it is i'm working on some new things and i am not and i knew this all along that i was going to be working in these things that are coming up at the latter part of the year and so i really don't want to push anything out until i got those dialed in so it all works out so um but i really think that honestly the way to do it though is you shouldn't be afraid to make the ask and that goes back as you know with money mindsets and people get blocks about selling and stuff especially if you're not into sales and that's your weak point um but every you know there's subtle ways to make an ask you right. know oh yeah
0: sales, yeah you know and then and i want to get your thoughts on that too i'm always getting your thoughts but i, I want to get your thoughts on that specifically because I think a lot of people that might hop on LinkedIn and they understand, they, they might see the potential. They might understand that LinkedIn is a great spot to grow their specific business. So I'll see it kind of where there's some individuals that kind of like every post, it's more like they're just marketing themselves every single post, like they're just selling. I mean, but that's what we're taught when it comes to marketing. I mean, you want to put out the right ad, right headline, then, you know, the value to the client and then. You know the call to action but that doesn't work on every single post
1: no goodness no no linkedin is like anti-selling i mean the way you do it the people who succeed on linkedin are the ones that come talk about give valuable insights of their own especially you know the stories and with the business voice so they're basically coming and just educating or entertaining in a businessy way um being inspirational being a support and then people come to know you you're growing that audience that community and then they feel like they this is the trust remember we talked about trust the very first trust. sentence they start trusting you as this person um but they we all get hit in the dms with salespeople, and you're right they're taught that way you know it's, most sales companies, I'm not in sales, but you know, they quotas, us, so they have to go or the sales navigator messages. Oh my goodness. Those, those are bad too.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: So, um, but wow. yeah, you have to play the long game here, but it is going to pay off so much fat, you know, that long game, but then it's like at a certain point, you know, it compounded and it's just like, boom, look what all this. And if you're doing it right, like you said, it's not a chore. I mean, I, oh. I like it. You know? Yeah.
0: I mean. And to tie kind of that point that you just made, because you talked about, um, you know, tomorrow one of your goals is to kind of like batch your content. Yes. Even though that's, that's, I know that's something we were always going back and forth on. It's something I just can't do. But what I do notice is that although I don't lay out, okay, this is the exact post I'm going to put out on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. What I do notice though is that I'll have a note section or multiple notes and I'm just like, Anything that comes to mind, I just jot it down. Bam, I want to talk about this or another post. Let me throw this. Or I just read this. It sounds really great. Let me talk about it. Throw it. So even though it's like you're not really batching exactly what you want to say, you're batching just tons of ideas. And I feel like that comes with that consistency too. And it comes with the fact that you know your market and you do what you love.
1: Exactly. You know, your market, you got to know your market, the problem you solve and what they need. And then so you can dial your content and that with themes and stuff, but you're right. I don't have it outlined like today. I already even have it scheduled on a scheduler. I have a ginormous notes thing, but it's too long now. So I put someone Trello and yeah. my VAs put my past content. We have a whole uh, board on my past content categorized. Cause I am every, ever since day one, I've cut and pasted every, um, LinkedIn posts and put it monthly categorized by date in a Google doc, but that, that's, that's kind of long. So then I'm gonna put in Trello, but what I want to do is, is um, start putting the post ideas in like a framework, like, you know, not just a long um, document It's too hard, but categorizing it. But yeah, you're right. And I'll tell you the interesting thing that you're saying all these ideas, I think I told you this. So before I got consistent on LinkedIn, I was, a a commenting person like I would comment all the time probably not like 50 but I was daily like getting there and I was getting traction comments but it wasn't until I started posting daily that it took off yeah. but when I would look at all these people posting daily or whatever I'd always think what do they talk about? Like, I mean, like, I, and, and, you know, not what do they talk about? I just feel like, how do they have enough information daily to talk about? Right. Going. Yep. And, and the minute you start posting, it's like the, you're gifted with ideas. It just goes. <laughs> yeah. That's your gift for getting out there. Yeah. That's yep. your gift for getting out there. The ideas. Cause you'll start talking to someone in a conversation. Tell me if this happened and you're like, oh, that could be a post, right? No.
2: Nope.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think I've, so, I mean, I've, like we talked about, I mean, I've been posting since September or whatever of last year, probably on average three to four times a week, sometimes all, all week or whatever, but never really counted. I mean, since me and you worked together since June 1st, I mean, it's been crap. Today actually makes it like the 60th day of posting oh my
1: goodness Congratulations! every 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 single day so that was timely
0: yeah and uh, and i mean it's been every day for 60 days and i mean if you kind of start at square one and you say hey austin okay you're gonna be posting something every single day for 60 to 90 to you know 365 days i would have looked at you like you were crazy (laughs)
2: because
0: it's like what like you said what can i talk about every single day But it does come kind of with that consistency of me. If you are posting every day or if you're posting three to five times, it comes a lot naturally because now you're looking for things.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Looking for- And it
1: has to dial in, you know, I'm a big, you know, that strategy, we get your themes, you know, you stay in that frame, that lane, but then you're, you're gifted with ideas, not only that, but people's comments. Right. comments will ask something so comments right, right, right and other your comments other people's comments so you just find stuff that fits in your little parameters and and you just change it up and not only that we haven't talked about formatting changing up the formats you know i was a big we you and i got dialed in oh to- yeah that's a
2: whole nother science
1: that's a whole thing. <laughs> and then you know the repurposing um so formatting repurposing but i'm a big believer now not everyone believes in this and i i think you need to find what content format works best for you and maybe one or two Like, and but i'm a big believer you know one of the reasons you're using those analytics is because tracking data measure what matters you know right um we you know and what works and what doesn't and you learned a lot about yourself that way and the headlines we worked on headlines especially
2: Definitely. yeah
0: yeah all and, has all has an impact big time. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that made a huge difference. So we get really probably like half our sessions were just about content. Right. And then another half were about strategy and engaging and all that connecting. So it's an even yeah. split. So with the first, the first part we worked on branding and your messaging and your differentiation, unique selling proposition all that. So, um, yeah, cause I think you told me you were actually, were you posting four times a day back in the day?
2: Oh, yeah,
0: there was. Yeah, because that was what I was doing on Facebook. I had to get a whole coach for Facebook uh, before I end up realizing that maybe Facebook's not the best match. But yeah, I was doing that. I was doing three posts a day um, every single day. And I had that. I mean, I had a system for that. Like I knew what I was going to post in the morning. It was going to be something informational. At afternoon, it was going to be a question to who's ever watching, just asking. And then I think at the evening, I was doing like a daily video series. I put out a video. So three posts a day um, and no traction. Um, So I was like, okay, so that was pointless, but I've seen more, I can't even, I mean, 10 times, 20, maybe 30 times more traction just by doing just one genuine, you know, value centric post Mm -hmm. a day. And I've seen a whole lot more traction, I've seen a lot more results, obviously, because you kinda help me figure that out too, that you know, after kind of certain uh, milestones, you'll start to see things start to happen.
1: Yeah. I remember those early days and you how excited you were. And now I feel like you're completely a different person. First, you know, yeah. and let's not, I know you're probably not going to want to talk about yourself, but I am because it's your birthday, but oh not only did you do super well on LinkedIn, but you got invited like 10 podcasts in the first month. Is that what you told me?
0: Yeah. So I, so because of, I mean, when we started, I mean, that's, that's why I'm, I'm trying to stress to the listeners and watchers, how kind of critical this relationship was for my whole business, mm-hmm. because once we start figuring out that deep down, okay, your niche is side hustles, you want to work with other business owners and help them get to that next level. Mm-hmm. You know, then we also had that whole, I was going through that transition period of being a personal finance coach and also being a, uh, you know, a small business consultant. And then we made that transition, still navigated that. But because of that clarity, when we talked, you know, talk together, because of that clarity, that helped me kind of open up a whole lot more opportunities, which led to me starting that podcast mm-hmm. focused on, you know, people like side hustlers or solopreneurs. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, eight weeks, it's probably eight weeks, you know, since we started. And yeah, I think I just, I think this is actually the 13th or 14th episode on the podcast. I just started, I think halfway through June. So that's, weeks. that's
1: really good. But you, what I meant was that weren't you on guests on others too? Was
0: i was on a. I was on a couple
1: yeah okay yeah well yeah. that's gonna I'm cool that's gonna continue to just go crazy because the more you put yourself out there people just start seeing you and you, you're now we've oh, yeah. carved you out to find your niche and the promise so you're now known for the thing so being your being a personal brand and developing it it's because you want to be known for one thing so you can get a lot of traction oh, yeah. and so you're starting to get you'll be you know we worked on a whole strat. i think we worked on a whole media pr mm-hmm. thing little mini version of that to yeah. get you out there off of linkedin because yeah we start on linkedin but that's just a starting point right oh yeah yeah
2: oh, yeah There's
1: so many things and i actually owe someone in my um someone commented in my article last week because i did one of the things i asked you to start doing because i did too is start writing a, an article on the weekends because i mean you didn't have to do it on saturday but i think you did too and uh someone um said why is having a niche uh so important it seems counterintuitive uh-huh. and um and i said i'm gonna write an article about that because it is on my list and it may not be tomorrow but i am because um i have it in my head but i mean until you define you first of all changed your niche completely because it wasn't aligned it didn't line up for who you are and what you want to do right it was a great niche to help but those people oh, yeah. be able to pay you you know or or you really in the way so the best i'm going to turn it around to you because i'm starting to um i'll have to use you as a quote why <laughs> is a niche how did a niche help define you and the success you're having?
0: because if you're talking to what's that phrase if you talk to everyone or you try to help everyone you're helping no one i hate that but it's true um if you're if you're being very general and if you don't know exactly who you're talking to you won't know how to aim your posts and even if you have like really great content i won't really know you know you're talking to me unless you kind of point out, okay, I'm talking to entrepreneurs, or I'm talking to solopreneurs. So having a niche helps with your branding. It helps with your marketing. You attract people a lot, um, a lot faster, a lot faster. Um, there was an example. Oh man, there was an example. I just heard about, ah, if I wanted to buy, I think it was like something like if I wanted to buy, like a whole computer setup, Would I go to Target or would I go to Best Buy? Mm. And most people would say Best Buy. And it's like, why would I go to Best Buy? And then they'd rank, you know, they'd name it off because Best Buy has all like the technology. They've got all the computers. If you want the top stuff, you go there. That's interesting because if Best Buy said that they were like a Target, Target's the whole broad market. Yep. But you're going to something more niche because you trust that brand and you trust it's kind of like the reliability because of the name behind it. Mm -hmm. so yeah having a niche knowing exactly who you're talking to it makes life easier for sure
1: it does and then you're targeting too you can go look out and find these people because until you do it's just like look you know looking everywhere you can't find those people and that's a great example because a couple of times you had written some headlines and I said oh call out your people in them and I think you did that and now sometimes let me give a thing well sometimes Unless you're like Gary Vee or some huge names, when you're first coming out on the platform, I say talk to the people exactly, call them out, name them, let them see themselves in your in your content. Because when you're just coming out, it's like going to a crowded cocktail party or networking ring. You know, you want to you want to break in there, but you know, there's a lot of people. How do you do it? Well, you you know, you get introduced exactly who you are, and so you can have a conversation. Uh-huh. And I think you did that. Now, sometimes you can have content that is more broad, and you're going to get more reach. But then if you want to go really focused and talk to your niche avatar, then you should really speak to them. Otherwise, they won't know you're helping them and you're here to help them. So you can mix it up like that. But if you're just starting to come out on LinkedIn, you know, getting content rather, um, talk to those people. And I, I know you had a lot of headlines that did that early on. And I, I just, so. and that started crafting <laughs> another the other motive behind that, because we wanted to expedite you know, people are busy. The feed is crowded and fast. So we wanted to fast track people associating you with what you do. Right. You know? And, yeah. and I don't think you did it every day, but you, you dropped it somewhat and, and it, it happened fast for you.
0: Yeah. Cause we, I, I think you made the point too, to make it just organic. If I start every post, if you're a side hustler, do this.
1: Yeah. It's like, yeah.
2: it's
0: robotic,
2: right. turn um, around.
0: but it's after, I mean, like you said, I mean, after a period of time, once people get familiar with you and that, and and then also you have your profile all outfitted, which is something that we went through, but you've got your profile that kind of reflects what you're doing and um, in, in who you're specifically talking to. After a certain amount of time, when someone sees your name, they kind of already know what you do. They yeah. see your brand colors, they see your name, they're like, okay, Michelle, yep, I see that big old bright yellow. She's talking about brand. I see blue, I see Austin. Okay. He's talking about side hustles. So then you, then it's like, then you can kind of like play with it. You can yeah. be more general. Like I know, for example, um, my post yesterday and my post today, so, cause I like it short and sweet. If everyone knows, I just put need more referrals. Here's four ways to do it. Or here's 10 steps on, on how to gain more referrals. That's it. But people already know. So even if you kind of deviate, you really aren't deviating because people know even if he's not talking about side hustles, or even if she's not talking about personal branding,
1: yeah. Know that Especially she's got
0: something right, yeah. she's got something good to offer anyways. You know. Yeah,
1: exactly. Just giving that value and, and I one thing I'm bad about because I, I help people with it and I'm bad about it myself. It's like, today, I didn't put my post out till three o'clock in the afternoon. I mean, <laughs> yeah. what is wrong with me? <laughs> I had to do this. I had something on deadline that I had to get out and the what day got away from me. And um, so, especially on Friday, I, you and I tested a lot and I encourage you to get it out early. And that's another reason I want to batch so I can just, you know, get it out. And
2: so It's there. like
1: exercising first in the day. If I don't exercise, the day gets away from me. Yep, <laughs>
2: yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But... Because I can't break my streak, I have a cell phone on my iPhone alarm at three o'clock. LinkedIn posting deadline. And luckily, I've always posted by three. I, I've never, I, may, I meet the deadline. But um, but definitely po- test things like posting early, uh, early in the morning, and um, che- checking out, rotating that content. I have to say, I didn't train you in this. You are a natural um, designer your sliders are awesome (laughs) They are so good yeah you did a phenomenal job and i know you started uh, experimenting with stories too right like
0: like oh yeah oh yeah 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 it's yeah i mean like you said that it's all encapsulated under testing Mm -hmm. i mean there's there's so many different facets and a lot of it that's what you were encouraging to do at least towards the end once we had everything kind of down packed and we were comfortable and now it's just like okay You've got a foundation. Now let's expand. Let's try different things. So, you know, we talked about, you encouraged me to, to use the stories, just, you know, put yourself there or put something there, Mm -hmm. try the sliders, try articles, try this, try that. Just keep testing stuff, test the dates, Mm -hmm. test the times, the content. That's what, yeah. Like you said, I mean, it comes underneath that umbrella of just try everything. Tested what
1: what they like and what you like. Some things you may not like. So that's, again, not going to be sustainable. But um you know and again i want to stress this isn't all about views the views are going to help us expand our network but you know i don't want you obsessing about them if you're just with the intent of just being very helpful you know and return the favor to people and then you know commenting heavily and i think you do a really good job of that (laughs) because you're all over the place (laughs) in a good way yeah yeah.
0: but i mean like but to your point too i mean You've got the you've got those metrics like the the views, the engagements, and I know when it comes to social media, a lot of people are kind of under that influence that if I have a million followers, if I have a lot of likes, you know, if I have a lot of this or a lot of that on my post, and I'm successful. But it does, yeah, it really doesn't make the difference. It's the content, and 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 I learned that from you too. Every post, if you're putting out some kind of information, it should literally be helping your client or a potential client, you know, solve a problem that day. Exactly. Which is, that's a big deal. And then I know, you know, they call them the vanity metrics. I know my personal metric is the views.
2: Mm-hmm. I like
0: to track the views not to kind of boost my ego. But if I know that I put out a really good piece of, of content really helpful and informational, I want that to be as far as possible. So if I see that there's a lot of views, if I see 10,000 views or you helped me to do that one for that did 40,000, I think, and that was in our like fourth or fifth week, if I know I've got that many views, then I know that there's got to be a big portion of that, those thousands that I helped out. And that's the whole point. But if you're yeah. not getting any views, no one's going to see it. <laughs> so
1: yeah, no, I, I think right that's the, everyone, I, I know some people, that's what they go by. And, and I agree, you have a ve- very valid point there too. Um, but I, I also cur- encourage people to not saying like their posts fail, but there's a lot of people who see your stuff and, and never, um, reply cause they're scared to, you know, there's there a lot of people are really scared to comment because their self judgment or their boss or the employee that they're probably on LinkedIn and not supposed to be at the moment. Of course, you right. know, most are still working from home, but, um, but anyway, keep that in mind. And two points about that. So, um, yeah, vanity metrics are great, but some of these people aren't selling or having dm you know i'm saying they're entertaining but you don't know what they do or no one's like knocking on their door
2: right right
1: or you know do you want leads or do you want likes or or or, you know sales so um so anyway so that you can make a living on a smaller i mean i'm not you always want to keep growing your network but you don't have to reach x amount of followers to to make X amount of money. I mean, if you, you can still, as long as you're talking to that audience, they know exactly who you are and that's connecting, it sometimes just takes time. But I have landed DMs when people say, oh, I follow your content, I follow your content. And I've never, I mean, I don't remember everyone, but you know, you don't ever see them. So it's like, there's people watching you. Cause what do they say? 3% of people are content creators, the other 97% just watch. Yeah. yeah linkedin came out with some report uh this week and there's now 774 million um users
0: holy smokes and only three percent are really
1: yeah so there's still i mean yeah there's more people on the platform but i mean it's still a place because here's the thing most people give up not most people but a lot of people come a lot of people give people. up yeah or they or they're not consistent right that's why five days will get you out there. You're they're seeing you more and more. So.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. The weekends, like you, I know a great suggestion that you gave. Weekends, make it personal or something like that. Sometimes I'll still post up. Uh, you know, a a tip that I think will still be helpful because, like you said, after a few days of kind of doing it, you just keep stockpiling different ideas. So sometimes it's hard to keep them in. But yeah, weekends, personal, or just off it, and then five days. If anything, but as long as you're consistent, that's a big deal.
1: Yeah, at least Monday to Friday for sure. You know, and and you know, some people say they get really good engagement on the weekend, but don't, you know, don't feel like you have to. Yeah. I'm the only one who's like making myself do seven days a week. <laughs> I don't really sure. know. <laughs> I've met two other people so far that did that last year. And then of course there's 300 something people in the 365 challenge initially who signed up. Yeah, Not all of them are being consistent, but there's quite a few who are still doing it day in and day out. So um, they're I, seeing tremendous results too.
0: I think I jo- I did actually join the hashtag, but I did that for a few weeks and I just like, there might've been a day or two because you're not seeing anything. It's just like, whatever. But, yeah.
1: And I quit doing the hashtag because, um, you know, earlier on, I was using a few more because back earlier in this year, they're like three to nine is a number. Now it's three. So I'm like, that had to go. Yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I know it's kind of the, it is the honor system, but you know, I know in my, my shield app will tell you.
2: Oh
0: Yeah. And you can't miss the yellow we, we see yellow anywhere we already know that you're posted up so you can't really miss that
1: exactly and some nice. days i'm late but i'll show up i promise <laughs> which is okay. bad i shouldn't i gotta be can someone messaged me the other day like hey what time do you post because i really want to follow your content <laughs> oh wow so that's a good question because um i let's say the good answer should be by eight in the morning but the real answer is not all the time anytime
0: before three yeah that's that can be a challenge too because it's life happens so trying to do anything at the same exact time every day can be a little bit of a challenge but um I think what what you're doing after you've kind of built up that reputation where everyone it gets to the point where everyone just even if they don't see you they know that you posted yeah you know because you've been there for so long then it's like you can you have some play, just like when we talked about the niche. Yes. Play with your, be very specific, but then if you veer off topic it's school, you know, people yeah, know. Yeah,
1: exactly. Don't veer off too much though, right? Because then you start going off on another tangent. But yeah, that's totally fine as long as you stay in the game most of the time. Um, but my thing is, why I think the morning is so good because, you know, it just gets in the feed more and it's circulating. Because right. if you have a really good post, like today I had a really, have a really good slider. I, I really just posted like 30 minutes for a week on, on this, um, about <laughs> gotcha. 10 ways to enhance your profile picture. Um, it came on because one of my um, favorite people from the 365, um, Michael Scott. Hey, if you're listening. Hey, come in. <laughs> oh, he messaged me this morning with this really sweet note about all that and I'm like oh I didn't even recognize you because he has a new profile he's picture <laughs> yes yeah and like early on when he was one of the first people in it we were laughing how my his, my tagline for him was the un-Michael Scott because he's like, the opposite of michael scott on the office anyway so yeah. he looks completely different and recognize him um yeah. some other people recently got it so i my post is like summer must be the time to get a new profile picture so I've, i have some really good tips today's right. slider but because i'm posting on a friday afternoon which is probably like the worst time yes yeah, it's, it's not going to get a lot of eyeballs but that's okay yeah it's, i don't mind
0: yeah because someone that's i mean someone that's interested they're gonna go, they'll check out your profile anyway. So they'll see that stuff yeah, and
1: it's just it's just me. I, I had something very important this morning I had to do that I couldn't do. And honestly, when I first started posting in January for the first month, I would get up early and get it out the door by seven AM, but then it would interfere with if I don't exercise in the morning, that goes away. So I had to pick uh, up my LinkedIn post <laughs> so, That makes sense. But you find the time that works for you is what is best. And for you, that's in the morning, I know for you. 7.45,
0: that's it. Yeah, and it's it just works too, because once you get out the way, then then that's it. And then yeah. you can just focus right. the rest of the day on commenting or whatever the day, you know, whatever it is. But uh, yeah, mornings just works. And it, we only figured that out. You gave me a suggestion of try it out, you know, between, I think it was like 7 and, 10 and just keep testing stuff. And I just found,
1: Yeah,
0: and I don't know. Did you
1: did you test out later or did you just stick with 7.45?
0: I, I think the latest I probably did a post was maybe 10 and I was on a weekend. But before that, it was just, I think between like 7 and 8.30 is what I was testing out. And um, I don't know how I came to 7.45. I think I just put out a post that did really well at that time and I said, okay, here, I've got my slot.
1: Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. You know what's funny? The irony is I'm consistent about posting, but I'm not consistent about my posting time. And that's, (laughs) I think I'm going to like for August 1st, it's coming up Sunday or something. I'm going to make that like my August challenge and challenge, right? And just say, let me challenge myself to post every day by 8 a.m. my time or something. Same time,
0: same day. Um, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It really does help, you know, and I get, I know we have audiences all over the world too. So, um, but I think stay in your time zone and then you know, see what matters. But one of the things in my LinkedIn live show and my episode number two is I interviewed someone from shield app and he said they tested that and I get passed pass this along to you. And of course, everyone on the show and most sort of most people maybe know this is before you post warm up the feed by posting on other people's stuff, right? He said there was data they tracked and stuff. And it was just in the show he mentions why um, but I, I found that significant. Some days when I forget and don't do it, and, you know, it's hard to say unless you're like a complete data nerd and like right. isolate this A-B test to this, um, <laughs> I, what I'm not going to do. Um, it does help. I, I equate it just like warming up the feed, you know. You want the feed to make you happy or the algorithm rather. Um, i forward give some LinkedIn love to other people. So,
0: oh, and it's not too hard. couple of, I think you suggested 10 comments, but
1: that's, yeah. mm-hmm. nice so I, nice I kind of do that when I have my morning coffee or something, you know? Oh, so, okay. um, yeah. Right. But that's, that's what it is though. If you're having, if you're not a poster though, or you'd post three days a week in between, you should be commenting even more so. Right. And here's the thing. I, and people say, well, I can't be on LinkedIn all day. I have clients. I have to work, whatever. Yeah. Well just pick, you know, pick, Block some time, set your alarm, and then just focus on that time, come back later. Right. I'm not saying no one can realistically do that, right? And let, you've got to have a job. So, but just commit to it like anything. When you commit to it, you will see the results. It's oh, yeah. A lot of good interest. Or like- yeah.
0: You'll build it. You'll build it. Just being strategic and, and consistent, you'll build a community whether you like it or not. <laughs> we'll, yeah. Because we'll
1: yeah. people are very friendly. Um, most I haven't had any problems really so um, but yeah so I I think that's what I do is getting people out there and starting on LinkedIn but then branching out after Um, but it it, it will have tremendous benefits to you personally right it just helps that clarity that confidence um, find your clients build your brand build your reputation be the known to for something like you um it's just a phenomenal way with 774 million now not every i don't think like half of them use it but um the opportunity is really big you know 60 something million decision makers on b2b or are, are on the platform so i you can't find this anywhere else nope. and it's a special place so so that's what i do and um i think one of the questions you asked me is what was the fourth question I was supposed to answer? Like basically,
0: like, what advice you give to someone that's kind of up and coming, but I think this whole episode has just been yeah. really, like, this whole episode's been a lot.
1: Yes, <laughs> People got a lot. i but give I'm- you an example. I found a, a family friend. She's in grad school at a party last month and um she was telling me how she's about to graduate and she's going to start looking for a job and she's in recruiting and i said oh you need to be on linkedin so two months go by and i get a dm from her she set up her her profile and and she's graduate she's graduating in a year but she's starting in the fall to look And, and so i i screenshotted a bunch of people that we probably both know who are really big in recruiting and like follow them listen to all their content because they get really talking about your niche. They go really, they talk to their niche and you know, exactly. You probably know who I'm talking about, but anyway, Uh, so, um, so she's going to start doing that and I'm sure she'll find a job off of LinkedIn by the time she graduates, just getting out, you know, starting out and for college graduates or not graduates, anyone just get on LinkedIn, you'll find that job.
0: There you go, and, and what we saw real quick. I mean, what we saw this week, there was that one post that was talking about if you could be consistent for you know 90 to 150 days, you might have your on average, most people have their breakthrough through after 150 days. But is that uh,
1: Tom's, our friend Tom, someone's post is that,
0: again? yeah, yeah, it had to be because uh, we were talking because I thought that was actually pretty interesting. I mean, I've heard, and anyone that's listened, you guys have heard it too, that you know 90 days. Not, and obviously not a guarantee, but 90 days is probably kind of like that point of consistency where people are interested. But on average, 150 is when most business owners on LinkedIn kind of have their, their breakthrough. So I guess moral of the story is just, just be consistent no matter how you do it, whether you do it daily or not. Just stay consistent and you'll see the progress and just don't give up. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah. And to support that, um, all, some of the bigger names that we follow and, and ment- her mentoring us, you know, and all their great advice, every single one of these people, except like if you're Gary Vee, he was already famous to begin with, but all these people like who just stepped on the platform at certain points and said, I want to do this, they all, they all started at zero or very low. And they will always, they all say the story, no one commented on my stuff. No one did it, but here's what they did. Right. They stayed in the game. They kept going. Everybody says that story. So the ones who bow out early and can't take it are the ones who don't succeed, the ones who stay in the game. Another example, I'm not going to mention any names, but there was another person in my 365 challenge. We started early on. I completely, I'm not even going to say if it's a guy or a girl, this person, I don't want to give anyone a, they had a completely, um, they weren't getting any engagement. Okay. I just saw a post by this person the other day and it it just, (laughs) That like every, po- everything gets like a hundred comments and went from like one to a hundred just by getting out there. And I have seen this person's brand completely change. It, the whole, it's, it's just, and, and Michael Scott's an example, you know, it, I just, I, that's why I get excited about it. And people think <laughs> like, work like my friends are like, why do you like LinkedIn so much?
0: Cool. <laughs> it's cool. Especially if you don't have that kind of in the real world, Like, uh, I mean, like you've got friends, obviously you've got friends, but if they're not entrepreneurs, if they're not kind of like business owners, it's, it's hard to, um, it's hard to connect on that level. Like I know the majority of my friends aren't entrepreneurs. They might have little side things that they might do here and there, but it's not like they're full fledged focus to, to start their own business and do it, but come on to LinkedIn I'm I'm friends with a lot of people and it's cool. You can talk business all day. Yeah. All good. So yeah, it's
1: good people. They don't even, it's like this whole little hidden world. If you're not in that, you know, one of my friends was like, well, in that, you know, she just, she goes, Oh, I need to, I'm going to start looking for another job. I think I'll go on LinkedIn. Like that's what they think. It's just a place to go look for a job. It probably was, it was like that, but there's this whole hidden world. here. If you just jump in and become, you know, find your people and not just, friends i mean you'll find clients you'll find opportunities collaborations you know launching on this and that so it's not just clients or jobs it's so many other things yeah just and it's all out there
0: it's all yeah. worth it you're, you're building relationships whether you work with them as a client you can work with them as a business venture deals they, like you there's there's sense of opportunity like you said and oh,
2: yeah. now
0: now if somebody wants to let's say someone did just start off they just start out into linkedin And they really want to just kind of maximize their presence there. And they want to stand out. How can they reach out to you specifically?
1: Oh, well, thank you. Um, You can go to please connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, It's Michelle B as in brand Griffin. So um, you can connect with me or follow me on LinkedIn. I do have daily content. Um, My website is michellebrands.com. I also have, uh, I'm also about to redo my website. Um, So that's going to hopefully be out soon, but... I also have a link to my, um, uh, my blog is my LinkedIn blog. So you could go and see all my content and I have guides and free templates and things like that. You can grab on my, on my website too. And, sure. uh, just, you know, whole I was looking at all some of my, um, archive stuff in Trello. I'm like, God, I have a lot of LinkedIn. I, I didn't forgot. I even had all this stuff I posted. This is crazy. So, um, I'm, I'm here to just give and help people. Um, I sometimes do it too much and not ever like, (laughs) I probably could do it. You know what it is? If you can do what you would do for free, that's when you know you're doing what you're doing right. And and that's for me, um, helping people do what they love. Take their expertise and what they're good at, and what the world needs,
0: that's it. get out
1: there. So that that's where they can find me. I'd love to connect.
0: Sweet. Okay, and I'll put the everyone that's listening and watching. I'm gonna put the the information to reach out to Michelle. Put that all in the description, and um, like like she said, reach out because if you are trying to stand out, take it from the guy that's built all the. I mean, the only reason why we have this podcast and YouTube is because of literally all of this. So reach out to Michelle, you won't regret it. And Michelle, thank you so much for coming on today and, and being today's guest. It's been a pleasure. Huge. Oh my pleasure.
1: goodness. You and I could talk forever. Thank you so much for me, <laughs> especially on your birthday. A happy birthday to you again. Thank you. <laughs> and, um, anytime. So I appreciate it. And I will see you soon in the feed. Okay.
0: Absolutely. And thank to right. everyone that's watching, thank you guys for tuning into another episode of the Passion, Pain and Personal Finance Show. I'll talk to you soon.